Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name's Brianna. In this episode, we're going to be reviewing Isn't It Romantic and Happy Death Day to You. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. pretty good yeah yeah better than i think ozzy's doing right now <laughs> yes so uh we've mentioned before that ozzy's uh i think on the last episode i mentioned that ozzy's been having some uh dental issues that have been causing him a lot of pain well um he just had his wisdom teeth removed so uh i salute you ozzy we've all been there or at least some of us have been there um yeah it's an interesting experience so uh enjoy the ride uh, yeah, I mean, good luck enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, you know, the ice cream and like the mac and cheese make up for the fact that it can be like some of the worst pain yeah. that you can experience on the top half of your body. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that was the worst pain that I've ever had. Yeah. Was I, when my... Well, see, the thing is for me, like, and this is what I told Ozzy, like, I feel like I was so drugged up for most of it that I don't remember the pain. Like, I'm sure it was bad. I don't, I honestly don't remember most of it. Oh, I see mine, um, got infected. Oh really? So for like, well, that, for like weeks <laughs> afterward. Okay. And my doctor wasn't very, my oral surgeon wasn't very good. And so, you know, I'd go in for help and he'd like even more torture. And so it was, it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you had a rough, rough go of things. So. Oh, definitely. So, uh, that sucks. Hopefully Ozzy's experience is a little more pleasant. Uh, but we will see. I'm sure, hopefully, he'll be on in the next episode, maybe. So, um, if that's the case, then I'm sure he'll tell us all about it. And we are, too. Actually, I don't even know if we're going to have another episode before Oscars. Probably not. Um, yeah, so that'll be fun. <laughs> anyway. On the bright side, I get to badmouth blockers as much as I want. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You don't have, you don't have anybody to fight you, because I'm not going to fight you. I mean, it's <laughs> fine. I don't know. Like, I really do not have a strong position on that movie at all. He's going to listen to this podcast. He's going to listen to this episode, and he's going to be like, why did I have to get my wisdom teeth removed? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Um, but we're going to start with another comedy. This one, is is it a romantic comedy, kind of? Um, I saw the trailer, yes. and it looked pretty funny. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was better than most. I mean, I don't watch romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. I I think I've only enjoyed like two or three of them in my yeah. lifetime if you're not counting The Big Sick, okay. which I don't. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um and it I mean, I guess you could say it was a romantic comedy because it it's has It's poking fun at them, right? It's a meta romantic yeah. comedy. So it it's poking fun at all the tropes that you find in romantic comedies, but it also is a romantic comedy because mm-hmm. there's like it's like a it's a I don't want to call it a frame narrative yeah. it it kind of is mm-hmm. you know it's it's a very similar premise to I feel pretty you know she is she's living this drab mm-hmm. life and then she gets hit on the head mm-hmm. and wakes up you know in a parallel universe yeah. and then things are set right eventually I mean it's the yeah. same yeah. you know it's the same concept as you know the one I was talking about last time I was on with uh, what men want yeah, where like what men want. something happens mm-hmm. You know, and then there's a supernatural yeah. experience, and then it changes yeah. back so to So this normal. is uh, starring Rebel Wilson, 
Um, and obviously she wakes up in a world where it's basically every rom-com trope ever, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as someone who's not a fan of rom-coms, did you like laughing at the tropes, like with the movie? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I, this, I thought it was hilarious and not so much like the jokes, not so much the like, I mean, some of the jokes were funny, but most of the funny came from just how it's poking fun at every romantic comedy that you've ever Mm -hmm. seen. And having like one straight man in a universe where everybody's completely oblivious and everybody's buying into the illusion is hilarious. Yeah. Um, And so I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed it way more than most comedies. Okay. So, you know. I was really curious about this movie. Like, uh, initial reaction to this trailer was... uh, Rebel Wilson. Not, I mean, I'm not a huge fan, so like, I, I, it turns me off right there. But then, the when they you actually get into the trailer, I was like, oh, this actually looks good, and I probably will try to catch it. It depends what's coming out this weekend if I have time. Um, but why don't you start with positives? Just get on into it. What did you like about this movie? Positives. Well, it was funny. Yeah, that's pretty much all you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From I mean, as a female, I appreciated the color scheme and okay. the particulars of the rom-com universe that they set up. They really went all out. I mean, and they have. I think what I like is that they they're given license to completely indulge themselves because they are poking fun at the tropes. Mm-hmm. And so her her apartment is gigantic and they're allowed to indulge in I mean she's got the wardrobe, she's got all the shoes. Yeah. I loved I loved her wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Um that's <laughs> and so, you know, they even got people like me yeah. buying into the fan. And you know, I'm pretty cynical when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. you know, they even got me buying into it so to speak and so you know it it, i had a good time you know it's it's a romantic comedy for people who don't like romantic comedies that's good yeah awesome um anything else uh performances stuff like that or do you want to move on to negatives nothing nothing in particular i mean you you get pretty much like you don't really go to see a movie like this for the performances per se you. you really go for the laughs okay and um i mean it's rebel wilson yeah. She's she's not, you know, she's pretty hot right now, but she's not like Yeah. You know, it, no nobody involved. But did she did she break away from the cuz she's kind of falling into that mold of she plays the same character in every movie? Yeah, no. Is it it's the same. It's the same character okay. pretty much. Uh, yeah, that's what I was afraid of, but still look good. Um what negatives do you have? It wasn't super thematically coherent. Okay. Like you know, the whole film is built upon this the thing that the thing that most confused me was it starts out with you know she's watching Pretty Woman and her mother's like don't get your hopes up because you're no Julia Roberts okay and so immediately she um, goes on to live this like really drab life where obviously you know she doesn't have like the perfect body she has this kind of mundane job where she's overlooked and taken advantage of and so the thing that she dislikes about romantic comedies is that they give people unrealistic expectations for love. Mm -hmm. So then she enters the rom-com and she's desperate to get out. And I'm like, but now you have the life (laughs) that you were so frustrated that that was like advertised to you that you were never going to be able to get. And Mm -hmm. she was like, Oh, I hate this. How do I get out of it? And I was like, but you have, Yeah. this is, I mean, this is what you said you would never get, but now you have it. Mm -hmm. Why are you so desperate to get out of it? And so, 
And then, you know, thematically, it's like, you know, you spend the whole film cultivating this particular theme. And then at the end, they kind of pull another theme out of thin air. I don't mm -hmm. really want to spoil it. But I mean, if, you know, if you think a little bit about it, you can probably okay. figure out, you know, what what's actually going yeah. on. And so um, that I was kind of like, you know, that doesn't really match what you just spent the whole movie developing. Yeah. But, you know, so... Okay, interesting. Yeah. All right, uh, final thoughts and your score before we move on to Happy Death Day to you? <laughs> um, I don't have too many final thoughts. If All you right. don't like romantic comedies, you can go see this. If you do like romantic comedies, you can probably go see it. Um, I mean, I don't know how bitter you will be or how defensive you'll get if, you know, you like romantic comedies. Maybe if that's comedies. like your genre, you'll, you'll get pissed. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I enjoy rom-coms, rom rom so I, I feel like I'll enjoy la laughing at the... <laughs> the At the tropes. Uh, yeah, the tropes and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it was definitely... It, it was my kind of movie, yeah. in essence. So, awesome. you know. Uh, what's your rating, then? Um, I think I gave it like a 5.5 or a 6 out okay. of 10. I think that's fair. Fair enough. All right. We will move on to the sequel that I did not see coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> Happy Death Day to You, which I really don't like the you at the end. It really throws me off. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I... Okay, th I have a weird experience, first of all. So I have... I genuinely remember enjoying the first movie. Yeah. I really liked the first movie. It went over much better than I think most people were expecting yes. it to. But then I was like, what? What? I need to like re-listen to my review of this. I get this. I tore this movie a new one. Really? I did not like this movie when I first watched it. When but did my, you? I, that's the weird part, right? I don't know how my memory like evolved into like I enjoying this me enjoying this movie. But when the trailer for Happy Death Day to You came out, I was like, "Oh, they're making a, a they're making a sequel to that movie. That, that's cool." I Parallel don't know. dimension. I, apparently, <laughs> it was just it's a strange experience that I had. Uh, but it's funny how your kind of opinion on a movie can evolve just over time. I guess. Um, and so naturally too, yeah. Because it's exactly. I mean, did you see the film a second time? I don't. I might have saw it on TV once or maybe I don't know. Um, maybe it was maybe it came on HBO once. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But it's weird. I don't know. That's it's weird. Very uh, strange. Yeah, it's a strange experience for me because when I was like, I, I was like trying to gauge like how much I did like it that for like that first one after I saw this, yeah. and then I was like. That's okay. All right. Um, strange experience. I don't know. It's just a weird, weird uh, little subplot here. But with this one, happy death day to you. Uh, this movie is insane. <laughs> but... I, I wasn't a fan. <laughs> okay. You just didn't like it. All right. Uh, I mean, I guess it has its moments. Yeah. But I guess it depends on what you go in wanting. Because if you mm -hmm. go in wanting the first one, you're going to be sorely disappointed. See that that's where my little bit a little bit my confusion is with the criticism of this movie because I have kind of like I've read like the overview of like the um Rotten Tomatoes thing. Yeah, the consensus. Yeah. It's like and it's like saying that it, it kind of is basically less like rehashing the first one at some point. Like I don't, it was weird. Like I was like, okay, I feel like I don't know how you get that this is just the first one all over again from yeah, this. It definitely isn't. Exactly. It's like completely it's different. Um, this movie is insane and I appreciated its insanity. I feel like, okay, they, 
if you don't know what the first one is, it's basically she's living the same day over and over again, and she dies at the end every time. It's an episode it's, of Supernatural. It's where Groundhog he, Day, yes, exactly. but there's a serial killer after her. Yes. And um, obviously, as you would expect at the end, like, she resets the day, she gets the guy, all blah, blah, blah. And she learns a valuable life lesson. And it's a fun little thriller, right? With this one, it goes full-on sci-fi thriller. <laughs> um, it's just a direction I wasn't expecting. Yeah. And I... I, I, I don't know about you, but, and it sounds like you didn't like the direction that they took it, but I was just like, I was glad that they did something different with it. Like, it was in, I was not expecting this at all. And that kind of like put me, <laughs> put, sat me up and was like, I was like, okay, um, this is a completely different experience than what I was expecting. And it kind of threw me off. And I enjoyed the ride for the most part. It is dumb. This yeah. movie is dumb. Yeah, it is. Um, so. I, it's I don't know I really don't know how to, how I would like recommend this movie like it's it also adds another layer that I like didn't like the first one at first but now I like it so are you eventually gonna turn on this movie I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know it's just strange uh, what is this franchise doing to me I don't know uh, is this, it a franchise I guess now? it's a franchise what is this There's last one gonna be a western <laughs> It's like this is legit a sci-fi movie. Like we're not exaggerating when this we is this is like this is not even like the first one was mostly thriller mm -hmm. with sci-fi and in, some horror in yeah. there. Well, I mean maybe a little horror. Yeah, mostly mostly thriller, yeah. mystery, suspense. Yeah. yeah, with a little bit of sci-fi in there to justify the the conceit. Yeah, um, this is like just sci-fi. No yeah. pretend. No no pretenses. Just. Yeah, it, but it's weird because okay, with with the first one, right? They you, yes, there is an element of sci-fi because the day is resetting over and over again. Like there has to be some sort of it's either supernatural or science fiction. Yeah, <laughs> like, it has to be. And you, they didn't they didn't ever really address that. They, they don't that. explore it, with, which I I, I liked. liked. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, now, when I first started to realize what was happening in this movie, where they were explaining, like, what was going on, and I was like, whoa, what are you doing? Do not, like, this is a terrible idea. But then it kept going, and it kept going, yeah. and it kept getting crazier that's and dumber. Thing, and I was like, like, what is going on? This is awesome. The thing is, I mean, okay, I, I know that people rag on films for being predictable. Yeah. This movie has the opposite problem. Yeah. There is a Goldilocks range mm -hmm. where, you know, you, you can kind of tell the direction that they're heading in, yeah. but you don't know exactly mm -hmm. what's going to happen. With this movie, I literally had no idea what was going to be happening mm -hmm. from one scene to the next. Like, I, she would yeah. go somewhere, and I'd be like, why are you even there? Yes. What are you doing? Like, I don't know. I don't mm -hmm. even know. Not only do I not know what's going to happen next, but I don't know what you're doing where you are now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, and I... And normally I enjoy that aspect of a movie, the unpredictability of it, the, like, I have no idea where you're going. It's the reason I will sit there and tell you that The Last Jedi is amazing, because by the time you get to the throne room scene, I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen, because I've changed everything from what I was expecting. Right, but you understood the context of yes, the scene. Yes, yes. And also, this movie just, I feel like there were moments when they're taking turns just for the sake of taking twists and turns. Yeah! And, like, you're just like, what is going on? Like, somebody kills somebody, and then, like, another person kills that person, and you're just like, what is happening? Who <laughs> is actually, who is this person? Who, like, what? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I remember, I think the moment when I decided that I was not going to like this movie, yeah. and I, it's not like I had went in and I was like, I'm not going to like this movie. Mm -hmm. I sought this movie out mm -hmm. between the three releases. Yeah. The one that I was like, I know I want to go see that one was Happy Death Day to You, because yeah. I wanted to see, I... How I, do you follow that up? Yeah, with, I was yeah. like, where else is there to go? Yeah. Um... So 
I sought this movie out. Yeah. I think the moment when I pretty much knew I wasn't going to like it, how do I say this without spoiling it? I can't. Okay. <laughs> um, was when, like... Spoilers for the next 20 seconds. Yeah, when um, they first lift up the baby mask and it's the it's oh, he's yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, we've officially left the realm <laughs> of we've officially left the realm of making sense and we've entered the realm of what that's what I was the like, hell is exactly. going on. <laughs> and see, I that's for me that wasn't a moment of uh like don't I don't I don't I, it was more of a moment of Oh my gosh! Like it was, a, it was excite, exciting confusion, but then also it fo- it's followed by this scene of like them trying to explain like parallel dimensions and stuff like this, and it's just like no, no. I no, was like, stop. do you really have to explain this? She's not <laughs> like okay, come on, yeah. really? Do you have that little faith in yeah. the blonde people <laughs> of the universe? No, yeah, I, I don't. It was just this movie is like. I don't like. I don't think I can give this movie a full on like. I can't. Get, I can't recommend this movie. No, I, I can't because it's it's insane. It's dumb. And if you haven't seen the first one, then you'll be like, "What's?" Go-? But they do recap it, kind of. They <laughs> so, do recap it, they but actually, kind of like just recap the entire movie. Essentially, she tells the story. It's weird. Um, but this movie, like, I feel like if you're the kind of poop person, per- what am I saying? If you're the kind of person who just likes, um just likes to watch craziness unfold in front of you on the screen, then maybe that's me. Yeah, you can't. That's this kind of movie. Remember last week when I was like, if you you just want to turn off your brain... And while, when I was recommending Cube, yeah. I was like, "This is a movie that you that you like have to pay attention to, and you have to analyze." Mm-hmm. And and this is not the movie that you watch if you want to turn off your brain. If you want to turn off your brain, this is the movie that you watch. Happy Death Day to you. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a, there's almost no way that if you leave your brain turned on, you can enjoy it, like if you take it seriously. Yeah. Um. That being said, I'm going to kind of delve into treating this like an actual functional movie for a second here. Um, I, again, I appreciate the direction that they took the story. It goes a little crazy. Um, the sentimental aspect of it is something that I actually did appreciate. They took it in a direction that, like, the first one, it does touch on, her, like, basically her dealing with her mother her mother's death and stuff like that. This one continues to explore that, that um, element of her character and her relationship and her, her, her relationships and her whole dynamic. And I really think they do well at moments with this, with that. I, I really like her performance, especially towards the end of this movie when she has to deal with some emotional stuff. Definitely. And it works. It really works. Um, you can call me a baby if you want, but there were moments when I was like tearing up watching this movie. And I'm like, why am I tearing up watching this insane movie? Um, but they have moments that it actually feels like a functional movie and it feels like an uh, actual character that I'm exploring or that I'm watching. And also that does speak to the fact that I think you do get somewhat attached to her as a character, which is a big departure from the first one because she is a terrible person in the first one. Yeah. And she kind of is still in this one, but she's more likable in this one, which yeah. they improved on the last one, I would say. Um, do you have any other positives? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I definitely didn't. There were definitely things that I did like about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I kept like removing the context of the film mm-hmm. and just watching her 
navigate the issues that all of her friends are encountering was entertaining. Mm -hmm. And I totally would watch, I mean, I know that this is complete spec, not speculation. This is complete, like fanciful, you know, um, whatever at this Mm, point. Um, but I would totally watch a TV show where she just helps people who have this problem Yeah. where people go to her (laughs) and they're like, I'm living the same day over and over again. And she's like, all right, let's do this. Because the start of the movie, like the first sequence. I did not like that. Really? No, I didn't. Because I... I, Do you not like the actor? I wasn't crazy about about his performance because I was like, they, they gave, uh, they gave him a lot of really scientific high stakes things to do and he didn't really carry it the best. No, he didn't. Um, but I, it also kind of gave you the indication that the entire film was going to be from his perspective. Mm-hmm. And that changes like 15 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, or is it 15? It, it, it was a decent amount of time yeah. that they focused on him and his experience. Mm-hmm. And then it just changes back to her perspective. It completely shifts, yeah. And the fact that it wasn't, you know, if you're going to do that, I feel like you either have to jump around a lot mm-hmm. or you have to be consistent or just like just show his yeah. Perspective for a few minutes and then switch over, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It just it left a bad taste in my mouth because I was like, it gave me the indication that he was going to be the main character for the entire film. Mm-hmm. He was going to be the protagonist, and that he was just going to be referring back to her mm-hmm. because it's her problem. And instead, they set up this problem for him, and then they never really come back to it. Yeah. No. So I was like, okay. And they never really explain how it works either. No, they don't. And they did. I felt, okay. Oh, man. There, there's so much about this movie that, like, I don't want to spoil yeah. in case people want to go see it, but it's so hard to talk this about. This is a hard movie to talk about with those spoilers. Yeah. yeah. And there, so basically, there's something that happens in this film that later on you feel like is going to come back to into play, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. Yeah. And I'm so I'm sitting there going, okay, they're they're gonna be it's gonna be a callback to earlier in the film when this happened, and yeah. it's gonna all make sense. Yeah. But it didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that never happened. I got you. Um, but okay, things I liked about it. Yeah, <laughs> we're on to Bosnia's yes. right now. Um, I did like her character better in this film. Much better. She yeah. was more. Exp- she's familiar with mm-hmm. this, you know, idea at this point, mm-hmm. and. Um, she clearly has some important important things to weigh mm-hmm. in this film. Um, so, you know, I, I liked her more as a character because yeah. we, you know, we followed her through the whole first film. And, you know, it deposit it did deposit her out a better a better person. And, you know, she does some things in this film that make her more likable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right, there are some genuinely heartfelt moments that uh, I think I had a harder time appreciating because I went to see this movie at like 10:30 at night, oh. and so there were like 50 people in the movie theater with me who were all high. All of them were high. They were all talking. They were all yelling. Of course. And I was like one of three people in the theater myself. Okay. See, like there's you know there's one scene where she's doing something really important, and she's it's like probably one of the more emotional, one of the more mm-hmm. weighty scenes that you're talking about, and just people were just talking and laughing and it was like I could not even hear what was going on yeah. so probably that, that dampened my appreciation mm-hmm. for the film but I think she gives a really good performance at points in this movie yeah yeah um but yeah do you have anything else before we move on to negatives not really all right uh well to continue on to what you were talking about with her character and that stuff uh I there's some 
choices that she makes, like really important choices that like I agree with the decision she makes, but the logic that got her there was less like, I don't know if this was the right thought process at all. Yeah, there's one, at one point in time, she, um, what's his name? I don't know what his oh, name um, is. The main guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember. I'll pull it up. Carter. Carter. Yeah. He says something to her that was like, I was like, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, no, don't. That's the bad way to yeah. go. Um, but she she takes it in stride. She's like, you're right. You're right. That's a really, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. I was like, uh, no, because that's not how you should be thinking yeah. about it. Um, so you're right. Some of the like underlying principles behind this film yeah. were... <laughs> questionable. <laughs> very questionable. Uh, yeah, and like... She, because basically what this whole movie is setting up is this decision she has to make about the kind of life she wants to live, essentially. And I, I, I agree with the choice that she makes, but how, again, how she gets to that point is just like... Can we dedicate what? part of this episode to spoilers? Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, once we rate it, we'll, we'll talk a little bit of spoilers. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, so there's a lot of that aspect to it. We've already talked about how this movie's really dumb. Like there's things that just happen and you're just like, okay, that happened. doesn't make any sense, but sure. Um, and also they continue to be vague about the timeline of this situation. Like, or, because even, all right, with the first movie, right? Apparently she died 11 times. I was like, come on. 11? Just 11? And you fell in love with him over the course of 11 exactly. days? And she emphasizes that. She's like, I woke up in your bed every day and I fell in love with you eventually. And it's like... Over the course of a week days. and a half? Yes, that's 11 days. You're really like... <laughs> so... What? The, they, they And that's, again, an element of why are you explaining this? Do not explain this. Stop giving us information because your story falls apart if you do this. And then they do that, and you're just like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. But then this time, they're super vague with how long this is. And it's just like, I I, I don't know. It, it she, she has to do something in this movie that it's like, I know some super smart people that would not be able to do the kind of things that she, that would not be able to do the kind of things that she is required to do in this movie in an ambiguous amount of time. So like maybe, I guess, but that would I feel like it would like take years, honestly. Maybe we'll find out in Happy Death Day 3. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll explain it then. Um and then there's just there's some like you like you talked about before. There's some um Things that happen that there's no resolution to whatsoever. Um, yeah. yeah. It's early on in the movie and then later on in the movie. And then there's like one thing where it's like uh, there's a character who we think is like a terrible person based on the first one and the beginning of this one. And then we're like, okay, maybe she's not that bad. And then she's terrible again. But then we treat her like she's not that bad again. It's just, I don't know. It's very confusing how they treat some of these characters um, and how we're supposed to feel about them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let, let's just write this movie because I don't know what to do. Um, uh, <laughs> this movie, I feel like I'm going to, uh, see, I don't know anymore because my memory changes of these movies apparently. <laughs> um, but I feel like I enjoyed this movie much more than it probably deserves. 
Yeah. I mean, there's there's an there's an element of do you rate a film based on how much you enjoyed it or based on how good you think the movie is? I do it based on how good I think it is, and okay. then I then, reserve the movies I enjoy for like my favorites of the year, which I don't know. We'll see. Um, okay. Well, you you can't. Yeah. Then your rating had better not be. It's not terribly gonna, generous. No, it's not going to be. Uh, this movie is probably around a. 3.9 I guess it's it's not a good movie it's probably I think a lot of people would say it's a bad movie but at the same time it's just insane and if you enjoy that kind of just mind-boggling craziness then you might enjoy this movie like I did I, I don't know um, and there is some redeeming elements to it I will say that so yeah I definitely think that most, my fundamental philosophy is that most movies are good for something. You just have to know what to expect mm -hmm. going in. And so a bad rating doesn't necessarily mean a, a bad movie. I think the, the worst movie, the worst thing you can do is make a movie boring. Mm -hmm. As long as you're having a good time and you know what to expect going in, then you're, you're rarely wasting your time. Mm -hmm. um, and this is definitely one of the movies that is like creeping up on so bad it's good. Yeah. Um, Definitely. But if you're frustrated with a lack of direction, then you're probably not even going to have a good time. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. It was directed by the same guy, too. It wasn't written by the same person, which I think shows a little bit. Oh, yeah. But, um, it, yeah, it's interesting. I gave it about a three. Yeah. Three out of ten. Okay. Um, but, again, this, this is a, a movie. This is one of the greatest examples of you can't just, like, look at the rating and go, okay, so it was a bad movie. you got to listen to the review because... Uh, there's some people who I think will go in and be like, that was so fun. And, fun um, doesn't mean good. Yeah. But, I mean, bad doesn't mean, you know, yeah. ba bad just means, like, from a technical, really yeah. objective yeah, exactly. perspective. Exactly. Um, all right, so let's talk about some of the specifics of the craziness of this movie. So if you want, if you care about this movie at all and you haven't seen it, skip ahead. Uh, if not, then uh, just enjoy the insanity. Uh, okay, so yeah, when he reveals himself, that's the moment. Yeah, I agree. That's the crazy. That's the moment we're just like, what the. Frick? That's when you kind of sit down and you're <laughs> like, okay, uh, I. That's the determining moment. Yeah. Like you know, at that point in time, whether you're gonna enjoy yourself or yeah. whether you want to go ask for your money back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then, is that before or after we see this crazy machine? That's after. Right? That's after because yeah. we see the machine like. As he before he even knows that he's reliving the same day, yeah. because that's kind of all discussed yeah. after like that's that's all discussed because they come in and they yeah. they're like we're gonna do they already confiscate it at that no. point in time no they're no. like we're gonna come back and we're gonna confiscate this yeah. machine because blah 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 um yeah so that when that stuff is happening when they first show the machine that's when I'm just like oh no like oh no please You've don't made some do this very poor decisions. please don't do this <laughs> but then again it keeps like getting crazier and then like. Um, but yeah, the, the aspect that I did enjoy the most of this movie is definitely the mom aspect of it when like having her, that whole conversation, but it, okay. And I, I Th was, this is hard because yeah, as someone who has lost a parrot to, tr to treat it in that, the, the thought process, like I, I probably would do the same thing. It's like, this isn't your life. Like it's a weird choice to have to make in the first place. Yeah. It's not your life. You go back. That makes sense. But the, the, the idea of like, you're choosing this, this because of the dude. And then they emphasize the fact that she's known this dude for essentially 11 days. I know that frustrated what? me. I was like, 
you can't just set up a timeline like that. You can't make it clear that you fell in love with him over the course of 11 days and that's what you're choosing over your mother. And then again, at one point, she's talking to him in the parallel, in the alternate dimension, and he's like, you can't, You this isn't your life. You can't yeah. just... Those, that made those, more sense. That, but then he goes on to say that grief is a part of you and it makes you who you are. And I'm like, ah, hold on yeah. a second. Hold on. Slow down. Um, which, I mean, I get. Yeah. To me... It kind of makes sense. My, but, my, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I'm just... I, I agree with you. I, I, I think we're both on the same page here that it's like... You, you agree that the, that's the right conclusion. She should go back, right? I, I mean... Probably. my, my <laughs> no? Well... The thing is, when you combine the fact that she has only, when she yeah. only, di- she died 11 times. Yeah. And I'm like, you really, you're in love with him after you woke up in mm-hmm. his bed over the course of a week and a half. Yeah. I'm like, that's what you're choosing over your, yeah. over your mother? Yeah. Okay. Um, Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, um, I don't, yeah. I mean, I get it. If you were in like a long-term relationship, yeah. I would understand. It'd but then different. that just made me wonder what happened to the her that was here. Yeah. Because they're all talking to her. That's like, the element they should have explored. That's, it's like, yeah. I, I was like, is she back in the other dimension where yeah. now her mother is dead and she's with this other person that she's she's got to like mm-hmm. recoil from his affections because she, he's her best friend's Which wouldn't be that boyfriend. hurtful considering it's only been one day for him. Right. He'd be so, like, he'd be like, I mean, okay, I, I guess. I mean, I get it. We didn't really, we really, like, we really hit it off yesterday, but <laughs> exactly. that's it. So I was like, that, that, that's what kind of ruined that whole dynamic yeah. for me is, yeah. you know, when they were saying this isn't your life, they did not touch at all on what happened to the tree that belonged to that dimension, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was like, okay, maybe it would have made more sense if she was struggling with the ethical dilemma of she's this other person who never lost her mother is now in another dimension mm-hmm. where her mother's dead and now yeah. she's being selfish by yeah. staying here. Yeah. So that would have made a lot more sense, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, wh- that was just a big question that was hanging over my head the whole time. Yeah. I was like, wh- did she just like ex- explode? Yeah. Like, where yeah, did she I, go? I don't know. <laughs> It's weird. The movie never explores that. No, they they don't really at all. And then, um, like, okay, the the part that like really like made me go, how long is this? Because I felt like the last movie like took place over like oh, it felt like a lot more deaths than apparently eleven. But then this one, it feels like even more. But now I feel like if there is a third one, which I don't think there will be, because I don't. I mean, this movie did okay, but. If they ever did that one, they'll be like, oh, it was 14 deaths. I was like, what the? No, yeah, she's... It's like, she can't have done all this math stuff in two weeks. There's one scene <laughs> There's one scene where she's trying to figure out... Uh, the, there are, what's his, what is the, the guy who first wakes up in the movie and is reliving the same day? What's his name? Um, I thought it would have been funny if his Ryan. name... Ryan? I thought it would have been funny if his name was you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ryan. Yeah, okay, Ryan. Well, when Ryan's friends are um, they're explaining to her how this machine works and how they have to figure out all these different variables to get her to, Mm -hmm. to get her to, for the machine to work. Mm -hmm. And she, and they're explaining to her, like, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for us to do this because at the end of the day, the day is going to reset and all of our work will be, you know, will disappear. We're not going to remember any of the work that we did. And she's like, okay, well, or they, they say like, maybe you can memorize this, which in all fairness, 
they said at one point in time they were like the, uh, or is it Car it's Carter that says yeah. that and they're like that's genius I'm like not really everyone Everybody everyone was, in the theater was thinking that was thinking that <laughs> I mean yeah um and so she does over the course of however long this is, yeah. she does that memorization and they come to the final scene where she's writing out all the math she did. And I'm like, I mean, How I took pre, was this? I took pre-calc yeah. in, uh, in like my junior year of yeah, high school. Same. And <laughs> it, I mean, I dropped out after like a month. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I was not for me. See, I, I made it like, to calc and then dropped that. <laughs> no, no, I went over to statistics. <laughs> I was like, this is not for me. Um, so, I was like, for somebody who's not at all familiar with, does not have a mathematical background, mm -hmm. you're you're right. For somebody who doesn't have a mathematical background, this she probably died a thousand times. It must like then I feel like they would say that it was like maybe fifteen times at most. Like this <laughs> is like what? This doesn't make any sense. But then at at the same time, she had time during the day to go see her mom every day, so she wasn't studying this all day. And then also. She has time to plan these elaborate deaths where she's like jumping out of a plane at the perfect time to land like, in front of the. <laughs> I was like, "Why are you? Why are you?" It, which doesn't make any it sense. In so many different way. ways. I mean, if you're, she's like drinking. What yeah. was it, Drano? Yeah. At one point, and then she's like dropping a uh, a hairdryer in a bathtub. I was like, "Okay, come on. There are Quick so many more. Quick and so simple. So many more. I mean." Carbon monoxide poisoning. You yeah. just fall asleep. Quick and simple. I you, was you like, need some. Uh, Come on. I mean, visually, it's interesting, yeah, sure. It's fun. I, that's why they did it, yeah. But come on. That's not practical. Yeah. But I mean, I guess I can't really make that complaint with this movie. Yeah. This, this is the skyscraper of <laughs> this kind of movie, this thriller, horror, sci-fi thing. Let's talk about Danielle for a second. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, Are we supposed to like her? Are we supposed to hate her? I honestly don't know because... They had that, okay, can we talk really quickly about the scene where she pretends to be blind for the principal? Yes. Because that was not, that did not fit into this no, movie. not at all. It didn't fit into the first movie. No. It was completely, di I mean, I get why she did it. And that kind of made me think maybe she's going to stay in this dimension. Yeah. Because he's with somebody who's cheating on him. Exactly. Maybe maybe she's... And then the movie betrays itself. They also start setting that up like, okay, they they're, there's, they obviously have chemistry no matter which dimension yeah. they're both in. And he's going to leave Danielle because yeah. she's cheating on him. And then she's going to get to stay and she's going to have the best of both worlds, which given is kind of a bit of a... It's a bit of a cop-out, yeah. It's a bit of a happy-ish yeah. happy ending yeah. for a movie that's supposed to include elements of horror. Yeah. But... I was like, that's kind of where they're going with this. And then they don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's so, so weird with how they deal with uh, Danielle's character. And like, is, again, she the, is she the same person too? Because in the first one, she was, you know, she's yeah. kind of a biatch. And in this one, she's like, I'm, I'm so excited to volunteer yeah. for the. I, I don't know. Um, see, okay. My whole thing is like, I, I, I disagree with the premise of, like, why she decides she needs to go back. Like, she, she basically comes to the conclusion that she needs to decide between him and her mom, which is silly to begin with because you haven't known him for that long, Whether <laughs> period. <laughs> like, in the movie establishes that. You haven't known him for that long, so that's a silly premise. But if we're going to accept that and you're going to say, I'm choosing to, I'm choosing the guy. I'm choosing to go back to the guy. Fine, you know, we can we can get along with that, whatever, I'll just accept it. 
But then the movie betrays it by saying, like, but you could stay here and still get the guy because the girl that he's with is cheating on him. And also, like, you still, like, like each other. You, that's obvious. So, like, what's the point of her going back? You still have chemistry. If that's the premise, then what's the point? Like, it, then your premise doesn't make sense anymore. And I'm like, if you're, why, if you're going back for your Carter, mm-hmm. where is the other version of you? Yeah. Exactly. Like <laughs> that's a yeah, I don't I know. don't I don't understand. This movie's insane. <laughs> but it's also so dumb and doesn't make any sense. No, the whole the whole like scene where she's knocking over things in the principal's office, I was like that this scene does not belong in this movie. No, yeah. Nor does it belong I, I it's just if you were to like insert that scene into the first movie, it would would have felt weird too. Yeah, yeah. like Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I that that scene does stick out like in a movie with a lot of weirdness and a lot of like dumb and stupid moments, but overall still fun. That one stands out as just like what the heck was happening? Just idiotic. Yeah, like it just really sticks out like a store a sore thumb in a movie where it, I feel like it shouldn't, but it does. Uh, it's crazy. All right, do you have anything else before we uh, move on? Not really. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, one more thing. Yes, okay. I do. Go for it. Um, at the end, when she's convincing them that she she needs their help because mm-hmm. they built this machine, so they they kind of signed up for it for whatever like consequences were going to happen in the wake. And then Ryan is like, "No, you're right. You're right. We have to make this right." I was like, "Okay, now he, this, he's going to land in the alternate dimension, and that's why." That's why it's going to go back to the beginning of the other one where he was the killer chasing himself. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, we're going to actually, that's going to make sense now. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen. No, yeah, there was nothing. (laughs) That was never brought up again. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't, the whole thing like is never explained of him going, like we we kind of, they go in it with the whole plot of this movie established that people can travel to other dimensions, but then it seems like you just replace that person. But then why was there a second version? Of, like, it, There's so many questions that them trying to explain everything brought up and I don't know. It just feels like they sat down to write this movie. They didn't have anything planned. They wrote out a first draft mm-hmm. without checking it with anybody. And then they, that was the shooting script. Yeah. It's like, here it is. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Um, I'm trying to see if... Um, if Jessica Roth, the lead actress, is anything else that I would recognize. Not really. Uh, she doesn't seem to have many lead roles, which is interesting. Um, anyway, let's move on. Um, we don't really have too, too much to talk about, but you, we, okay. We, we wanted to talk about this Frozen 2 trailer <laughs> because we haven't really had an episode um, that was recorded since um, this trailer came out and... Uh, this trailer, you want to talk about things that were completely different than what you were expecting. Um, <laughs> I don't sure. think anybody would have predicted this. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen this trailer, you, I highly recommend it. Yeah. It looks, uh, I would say awesome. You would say not. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I don't, I wouldn't say it doesn't look awesome. I okay. would just say it was definitely jarring. Yeah. Well, yeah. To, I mean, it was not a trailer that you go, you know, I mean, when, when you have the trailer for... I mean, the trailer for the first one was just Olaf and Sven, like, on the ice goofing Mm -hmm. around, you know, which, I mean, doesn't really indicate the feel of Frozen, but, I mean, it it wasn't like any Disney movie trailer that we've gotten Mm -hmm. in 
years past, if you don't count like the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe or the Star Wars films or any other Which Disney, this feels more. Like it does. <laughs> it, fe- it feels like a Star Wars. It feels like yeah. I, I mean, I thought I had to take a step back. I thought I was watching like a fan edit mm-hmm. at first because yeah, it crazy. totally was like when she's leaving her shoes mm-hmm. on the side. I mean, her outfit looks like Ray's outfit. Yeah, and you know when she's she's you know, on this island mm-hmm. trying to handle herself as like a woman of great power mm-hmm. with that outfit on. I was like, this is a Star Wars trailer. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think this movie looks incredible. Like it's just, I'm all in on this movie, by the way. Um, as someone, as the resident uh, defender of Frozen, which, you know, Ozzy and I have had our debates there, uh, I have frequently pushed back against uh I, I, do i say push back against the pushback against this movie <laughs> i don't know like every, you defended it yeah, yeah i know but like everyone like turned on this movie essentially because it became like this phenomenon right and that happens right when yeah. when a movie becomes uber popular people people get sick of it yes people will like go oh it wasn't that great come on chill and then i'm like it's still a good movie. Like we're acting like it's bad now. It's not. It's not never a bad movie. It was a good movie. And then this trailer, I feel like, was, ev- caught everyone off guard. But, and it, it, rightfully so. Okay, like it's it's very very feels very different. But it also kind of makes sense. Like I could buy that this is the direction that they're going. Like this Frozen, if you look at it, is a completely different movie than your traditional Disney princess movie. It feels very different and feels very other, I would say. Um, It's a movie that kind of goes back on the idea of the love interest. It's a movie that features these two sisters who kind of hold their own. And then our lead character, who, if you want to consider Elsa the lead, kind of has this moment where you're just like, I'm not sure if I'm with you. That These are all things that you don't really get in these kinds of movies, from Disney especially. So... For them to go in this direction and basically take those themes and those ideas and say, we're just going to run in that direction and go all out in that direction, I mean, I'm all for it. It looks pretty cool, and to me, it kind of follows. I, I'm interested to see what they do with it, and then visually, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, it looks oh, yeah. awesome I mean, they <laughs> from a visual standpoint. <laughs> they really disappoint when it comes yeah. to the visuals of their films. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not bashing it in any way. Mm-hmm. I still listen to Let It Go. Yeah. Like in my Rightfully car, so. <laughs> um, I I have loved that song from the moment that I heard it. And I still love it, and mm-hmm. I still listen to it on like a weekly basis. So, <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not a critic mm-hmm. of Frozen, um, but I I will say it is jarring to see a trailer that takes itself so seriously after like the last Frozen short film. We, was, well, that's fair, but yeah, yeah, like when when you have a property that that that, that was a mistake <laughs> seems to. T- I mean, when you have a property that sells like Olaf snow cone machines, mm-hmm. you don't really. I mean, I guess I can't I can't bring that really into it because then you get the whole Star Wars yeah thing, and there are so many different Star Wars products that you can't take yeah. seriously. So I guess I can't. But this even more so because it is specifically. I mean, is it specifically for children? It's. Geared more yeah. toward children than yeah. I think Star Wars is. Well, yeah, definitely. And so when you see a, a franchise that is pretty lighthearted in general, and the last two th- th- like pieces of media that we got from it were short films about a birthday party and about like celebrating the holidays, it is strange mm-hmm. 
to see a trailer that takes itself this seriously. Yeah. I mean, the short films are a beast in of themselves, and most the they're not I, bad. They're they're fine, and then also, but I think those get a lot of hate for. Uh, I understand why when those get hate because especially with uh, what did that come in front of? Was that in front Coco. of Coco? The that holiday was a fiasco. one was in front of Coco. Yeah, that was a disaster. Uh, they like yeah, it theaters was requested it was that so they take long. it. Yeah, but that wasn't like that wasn't a statement on the short film itself. It was yeah, the fact yeah, no, that it's fine. It's just it was a poor choice. By oh them. yeah, I mean the fact <laughs> that it was like an eight minute short film coming yeah. right. You know, people were like, I thought it was longer than that, wasn't it? I don't. Was it like ten minutes? Yeah, it was long. I, I worked. It. I worked at the movie theater when mm-hmm. Coco was playing, and I, it was funny when I was. I was telling this story to my family when it first happened. You know, I said um, how Frozen. It wasn't Frozen Fever. I can't remember. Frozen what, Adventure. Frozen Adventure. Yeah, Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Olaf's Frozen Adventure. That that was playing before Coco. I, it was much longer. I'm telling you. Oh, twenty one minutes. No. Twenty one minutes. I don't believe it. Twenty one minutes. Twenty one. Yep. Okay. Well, no wonder people complained. Yeah. I mean, that's not a short. That's not a short. That's not like a Pixar short film that you play before a movie. Exactly. That's, that, that's why people complain. That's like an entire segment that's, of a of yeah. a film. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's ridiculous. And that, I think people complain, then theaters complain, and then Disney was like, "All right, you can take it off." Fair enough. Yeah. Because of course, theaters complained because twenty one. That's on. That's on Disney. Yeah. I mean, it was people a terrible choice. We're okay. taking their children to go see this movie that they think is like a kids' movie, and they're in the theater for like three hours because yeah. between previews and a twenty minute short film in the actual runtime of the film and kids cannot hold their bladders so. no and they can't sit still for yeah. more than you know yeah. 20 minutes at a time yeah but. it was just a poor choice but yeah so those uh, they're kind of their own beast uh and yeah i i understand where you're coming from though like it's uh, it's a property that you don't immediately think like it's this uber serious like thing and then you get this trailer i'm just i guess my point is that thematically I kind of buy where they're going. I think it follows. And I could... I I am genuinely intrigued by this movie. So. Oh, I am too. I wasn't complaining. No, I, I understand. For those saying. wondering, we had a text conversation about this. Yeah. <laughs> where I expressed surprise <laughs> at how much gravitas there was <laughs> in the Frozen trailer. <laughs> and Carlos is defending it. And... I, was, I said what exactly I said now. I'm all in. Let's and I, go. <laughs> and I was saying I'm not complaining. Yeah. I I'm one I'm an advocate for like substantive children's media. Mm-hmm. I think that the reason JJ Abrams makes such good movies is because he's emulating Steven Spielberg because that's what he grew up watching. And mm-hmm. so if tomorrow's filmmakers are emulating Minions and the 2018 Grinch movie, they're going to make garbage because that's what they grew up watching. Mm -hmm. So I'm 100% all for serious, like intelligent, enjoyable children's media that can also be enjoyed by adults Mm -hmm. or anybody who likes good media. So I'm not complaining at all. Mm -hmm. Um, All I was saying is it's just jarring. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's fine. You don't get any kind of indication because when you hear, oh, they're working on Frozen 2. Yeah. You're like, okay, Kristen Bell and Idina Menzel and Jonathan Groff. And you're yeah. like, okay, you know, you don't yeah. really get any kind of indication of how the movie feels. And yeah. you already have a good indication of how the Frozen franchise feels. Mm-hmm. So when you have a trailer that is completely, drastically different from the feel, mm-hmm. it's kind of jarring. And oh, I, I think that's fair to say. Oh, yeah, that's completely out, fair. But yeah. I don't, I'm not disappointed. Yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated and oh, I'm definitely going to be there. Yeah. As soon as it opens. Yeah. Like, I think 
uh, if this goes well, there is something to be said what Disney has done with uh, just this franchise in general. Because I think people, because it got so popular and people hate on it, people look past the fact that this movie does something different, and that's cool. Like, as much as, um, you know, the debate always comes down to... Frozen and Tangled. Frozen and Tangled, between me and Ozzy, right? I, I, I enjoy Tangled. It's a good movie. I also enjoy Frozen, and Ozzy refuses to, like, you know, he wants he wants me to acknowledge that Tangled is better. I'm like, they're both good movies. Why, is, why do I need to acknowledge this? But anyway, um, but yeah, with Tangled, it's that's a good movie as well, and it also, like, it does some different things, and it kind of does that, um, what's the movie called? Isn't it romantic thing, where it kind of pokes, pokes fun. Pokes fun at tropes. Yeah, pokes fun at the tropes of the genre. So it approaches it in a unique way. But this one basically turns everything on its head. Frozen basically turns everything on its head, and that's why I appreciate Frozen so much. And I think that's what gets lost in the shuffle with this, with these movies now. Um, and I hope that the second one continues on that trend, and I hope it's good. So, yeah. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up for us. Uh, Brianna, where can people find you on social media? Don't ask me that. Um, don't look me up on social media. You just don't find me. She's yet. offline. Um, <laughs> if you look uh, for Critique La Movie or Critique the Movie, you'll find me pretty much wherever you're looking. All right. Awesome. All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456. Make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFellows. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel, website. Uh, Chucky's going to have tons of reviews up this week. He said, he texted me, he's like, uh, sorry, there hasn't been much up lately, but I'm going to review a bunch this week. So... There you go. You have you will have tons of content by the time you hear this episode. Um, that being said, also tweet at Ozzy because let let him know. Blow up his yeah. phone. Tell tell him that he should feel better and get back on the podcast. Yeah, tell him the blockers suck. Throw <laughs> uh, yeah. in girls trip while you're do that. <laughs> do that, sure. <laughs> Need something uh, to rouse him. Yeah, exactly. That that'll that'll get him feeling better. He'll be like, oh yeah, <laughs> and then he'll grit his teeth and then he'll be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah so if you want to cause Ozzy a little bit of pain both physically and emotionally do it I'm just kidding alright let's move on thank you guys for joining us today um, you can rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts make sure you subscribe we're all over the place basically anywhere you can find podcasts you can find this podcast so you can share it with anybody who has any sort of podcast um, app including Spotify Apple Podcasts uh, Google Play, I think it's called Google Podcast now, I don't know, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, literally anywhere, Spotify, I don't know if I already said that one, but it's fine. Thank you guys for watching, or listening, excuse me, thank you guys for listening, we'll see you in the next one.